Today, my dear faithful, is the 13th Sunday after Pentecost. And the epistle is taken from St. Paul's Epistle to the Galatians, chapter 3. Brethren, to Abraham where the promise is made, and to his seed. He saith not, and to his seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Now this I say, that the testament which was confirmed by God, the law which is made after four hundred and thirty years, doth not annul, so as to make void the promise. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. Why then was the law? It was said because of transgressions, until the seed should come to whom he made the promise, being ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator is not of one, but God is one. Was the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could give life, verily justice should have been by the law. But the scripture hath included all under sin, that the promise by the faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. And the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 17. At that time, as Jesus was going to Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain town, there met him ten men that were lepers, who stood afar off and lifted up their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Whom when he saw, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were made clean. And one of them, when he saw that he was made clean, went back with a loud voice, glorifying God. And he fell on his face before his feet, giving thanks. And this was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were not ten made clean, and where are the nine? There is no one to found to return and give glory to God but the stranger. And he said to him, Arise, go thy way, for thy faith hath made thee whole. And thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. <clears throat> and one of them, when he saw that he was made clean, went back with a loud voice glorifying God, and he fell on his face before his feet, giving thanks. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. One of the most terrible scourges of the human race, my dear faithful, is the disease of leprosy. It is such a horrifying disease because his victim's body is decaying long before death approaches. First, the leper feels a burning, shooting pain in the affected parts. Then that pain does fade away, for they can then feel nothing at all. After sensation is gone, the affected parts become deformed and begin to decay. Finally, when the leprous parts have completely died, they do simply fall off. Fingers, toes, then hands and feet, even the nose, the whole body goes through this process. Lepers live, and yet their own body deteriorates around them. The disease works its way through the body, devouring the person until it makes its way to the organs themselves. 
This disease was much more prevalent, of course, before modern medicine. Today, science and medicine have done much to prevent leprosy. However, it does still exist, especially where modern medicine is not prevalent. One such case was that of a young girl. She had been raised as a pagan in the Virgin Islands, but she contracted the dread disease. She was abandoned by her family and sent to a leper colony. Redemptorist priests had care over the lepers there, and they did their best to help the poor sufferers. This girl, overcome with the misery of her disease, asked what was most likely a very common question amongst the lepers. Why did this happen to me? She asked. Such pain and hopeless misery. Why should this happen to anyone? To answer her, the missionary drew out his crucifix and he placed it in her hands. He explained that she couldn't understand why she suffered, because she did not have the one teacher who has a philosophy of pain. He said that her religion of paganism teaches its followers either to run from pain, or ignore it if they can't avoid it. But our Lord did not do that. He did not run from pain, nor did he ignore it. He took it and gave it the value of redemption and salvation for all mankind. From this beginning explanation, the missionary soon converted the poor leper girl. Her first holy communion soon approached, and it was a day of especially great joy. Sick and diseased as she was. She prepared devoutly to receive our Lord. When the priest came to her with the blessed sacrament, she was overcome with happiness, and she joyfully cried out, "Thank God, I'm a leper, because through leprosy, I receive the gift of the Catholic faith." In today's gospel, my dear faithful, we read of the same dread disease. Leprosy had infected ten men, and their sufferings led them to Christ. They gathered together where they had heard that our Lord was. Most likely, some could only hobble there, for they were probably missing parts of their feet or legs. As one man, though, they cried out when they saw our Lord. Crying for him to heal them, they had heard of Christ's miracles. They believed in his power, and they had confidence in his mercy. With all surety, they called out to our Savior as he walked by, "Jesus, Master, have mercy on us." Immediately, when our Lord saw them, he told them, "Go show yourselves to the priests." The reason our Lord said this was that a leper, to be accepted back into society, would have to be approved by a priest as truly cured. The ten lepers set out for the priests, but they still had the loathsome marks of leprosy upon them. 
They began the journey anyway because of their firm faith and confidence in our Lord. The ten walked best as best they could to the priest. But on their way, they realized that walking started to become easier. The air smelled fresher, that they felt stronger. In fact, they could feel again. They had sensation throughout their body, and yet there was no more pain. They searched themselves and found that they were indeed healed. We can imagine them running to the priest, proclaiming their cure. The priest verified it for them, and these men, so long living half-dead, rejoiced at their return back to life. Each of the lepers joyfully began his journey to, back to his long-forsaken home to see his family again. All the ten, that is, except for one. Out of the ten lepers that were healed, only one returned to our Lord to give thanks for such a wondrous gift. This ingratitude from the nine wounded our Lord's most sacred heart, so much so that he asked, as if complaining, were not ten made clean, and where are the nine? Our Lord then compliments the one who returned to give thanks, saying, Arise, go thy way, for thy faith hath made thee whole. Commenting on this passage, scripture scholars explain that the disease of leprosy can be seen as a symbol of sin. Like a leper, a person living in sin is a living dead man. He breathes, he walks, he talks, but the life of grace is dead in his soul. He often has shooting pains, not in his body, but in his conscience. His conscience pains him with guilt and sorrow. However, if he continues in his path of sin, his conscience will become benumbed until it lacks all feeling. Unless the sinner is healed by God's grace. Just as God alone can heal a leper's body, so God alone can restore health to the soul. And his ordinary means is through the church and the sacraments. We, my dear faithful, were delivered from this disease, the leprosy of sin. At our baptism, this sacrament washed us clean from sin. It cleansed us from original sin, and sanctifying grace flooded our souls. After baptism, we have the Mass and the sacraments to keep sanctifying grace in our souls, to restore it if it is lost, and to increase it as well. All of this, my dear faithful, we have received because we have been given the inestimable gift of the Catholic faith. By the grace of God, we are Catholics, 
And what makes this even more amazing is that we are Catholics at a time when so few have the one true faith. As you well know, there are billions of people in the world who are not in any sense Catholic. And then there are millions deceived by the modernist church. How is it that we are not pagans or atheists? Why is it that we have been saved from being infidels? What has saved us from being in the new church? God's grace and his goodness is the answer. Whether you were born and raised in the one true Catholic faith, or you rediscovered, so to speak, the faith, and the wake and ruins of Vatican II, or even if you were converted to the faith from a non-Catholic sect, it was God's grace that brought you here. We have this great gift, and we are even further blessed, for we have the true Mass and valid sacraments available to us. Many traditional Catholics have no church to attend. Many have no priest, no Mass, no sacraments available to them. In light of this great gift, give thanks to God, my dear faithful, for the blessing of the Catholic faith, for the Mass and the sacraments. Thank God every day for the gift of being Catholic. One of the ways to do this is to remember this as you pray your grace after meals. Pray, we give thee thanks, O Almighty God, for these and all thy blessings, which we have received from thy bounty, through Christ our Lord. Amen. This simple little prayer is not only for the blessing of having food on your table, but for all God's blessings. And that includes the highest blessing, that of sanctifying grace, and the means to it, that is, the faith, the Mass, and the sacraments. Do not be like the nine lepers in the Gospel, who failed to thank God for the gift of life. Instead, thank God each day for this immense blessing. You don't need to do anything extraordinary to do this. Even just a short prayer, like the grace after meals, will please our Lord. But do not let a day pass without showing your gratitude to Christ. Just as no evil is so great as that of sin, so no blessing is so great as that of sanctifying grace. Treasure these blessings, my dear faithful, and thank God every day that we do have them. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.